Good. Good morning and welcome to Citywell Church Online. We are so happy that you decided to join us today. Um, it's always an honor to have you here with us on Sunday mornings when there are just so many other things you could be doing. So we are glad that you're taking the time this morning to be with us. Uh, my name is Steph and this is DJ. Hey, and we, we love families and we love seeing families grow in their faith. That's why we don't just have the online live stream for adults. We actually have a service specifically for your kids. We provide every week. Uh, if you're interested in checking it out, it, go to citywell.church slash Sunday, or you can text the word Sunday to 610-590-8550. There you'll be able to find a kid's service for preschool and actually also for elementary school. And the cool thing is about these services, you can put them on while you're doing the live stream, or you can watch them later with your kids. But we also provide you with what are called parent cues. They're designed to help you lead your kids in, your, in their faith. Because the church has a role, but the biggest responsibility is on you. So we we want to equip you with that so that you can pastor and lead your kids well. And so you can find all that on our website on the Sunday page, along with a bunch of other resources uh, that go along with our Sunday morning services. Yeah, it's really cool. So if you're new to an online church, uh, we miss out on that lobby experience that you normally have in a building. So you don't- We get... actually plan and call this the lobby That's while true. we're hanging out before yes. the live, before nine o'clock. Yeah, so we get to hang out, but you don't get to hang out with us in person. So in order to hang out with you, we would love for you to engage with us in the chat, on Facebook, um, on YouTube. We just want to, you know, you can respond, comment, let us say good morning. We want to say good morning back to you. We want to know that you're here and how your day's going. If there's something we can pray for you mm -hmm. about um, the things that you would talk about in the lobby of a church building, we want to recreate that online with you. So like I said, let us know that you're here, like, comment, share the video with your friends and family. But also, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube oh, yeah. and ring the bell. That is important because ringing They're the bell. They're different things. Yes, they are. It took me a little bit to figure that out. <laughs> I'm apparently very old now. So if you ring the bell, it'll give you notifications that Citywell is having a service coming up, and it'll remind you. I think a half an hour before. I think in 30, it'll say 30 minutes. Citywell is going live. So. Make sure you do that. I love the reminders. It's good for me to know what's going on. I, <laughs> Even I though I'm here. But. I haven't actually completely figured out what YouTube, how they do that. Yeah, I don't know, but it's fine. So yeah. make so, sure you do that. We want you to be a part and we want to be doing church with you, even yeah. though we're online. Yeah, definitely. We love when you engage, when you talk. If you're watching on your phone, I it doesn't work for me on my laptop because usually I'm engaging through that. But on your phone, you can just be like jamming in that heart thing. Oh, uh, and I that's what I mean. I only do it once. I didn't even think about doing it more than once. Uh, on your phone, you can just, and that's when you see them all floating up the screen. Oh. That I love seeing. Guess I'm gonna that. do that today. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of hearts. Yeah, sure. That's because you love me, isn't it? It is. All right. So anyway, uh, City Well is a uh, newer church, but our vision is to really impact this community. We, we believe that like when we aren't called to be uh, casual Christians, we're called to be committed disciples, but that doesn't mean the process needs to be hard. So we want the, the, to be able to communicate in a way that the process is easy for people to follow as we're calling them into a deeper relationship with Jesus. And 
Uh, our vision is to, is to start a church that everyone feels welcome. It doesn't matter what color your hair is, your skin is, it doesn't matter what background or experiences you've had. We want to be a place that you can come and you can experience Jesus and start a new relationship with him. And we will walk you through the process of getting to know him better. We are so grateful for the gifts that we've received so far. It has been way beyond what we could have ever hoped or imagined to be able to get things started here at City Wall Church. So thank you so much if you have given in the past and we thank you uh, for those for the prayers and giving up your time also. So if you um, want to be a part and to invest in the vision of City Wall Church, I just encourage you to give towards that or consider giving towards that. So you can do that by either texting the word GIVE to 610-590-8550, or you can head to our app and you can give online securely through there, or you can give, onto the, uh, give through the website, or also you can old school mail that check, right? We just, our checks are so old, it's bad. They're real bad, they're real old. Our checks? Yeah, our checks are bad. Yeah, we still have they're the like, same checkbook like for when we got married. Uh, no. Oh, did bad. we update once? We did update. We updated we, once. No, we, we updated twice actually. Oh, really? Yeah, it was our like two addresses to go. So she writes all the checks because yeah. you can't read them if I do. So, it's true. so anyway, if you want to give a check, feel free to do that as well. And you can find the information to do that on our website also. So thanks so much for your gifts. We are blessed by them. Yeah. Also, if, if you say, you know what? I think I want to be a part of bringing CityWell into existence, not just online, but actually physically in person, which is our plan for later this year. Uh, we would love to meet with you and talk to you and share a little more of the vision and talk about what it would look like for you to be part of the team. And we have a place for you to do that and be a part of that. So if you're interested, just text us 610-590-8550. You can text the word team or you can just say like, I'm interested in learning more about being on the team. Whatever you want, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll get it. And we will uh, have that conversation mm -hmm. get started. We can meet on Zoom or if you'd rather come over for dinner, we. We can, we can figure out how to meet and when to meet and how to make sure you, we, everyone feels safe in this season, uh, but we're still getting community through the process. So if you're new here this morning, we want to welcome you and we want to be able to say thanks for joining us for the first time and send you something as a way to say thanks. So make sure you text the word new to 610-590-8550 to let us know. It'll give you a quick form to fill out with some information. We're not going to call you or harass you or beg and plead with you to do whatever, unless you want us to do that, then, then we can. But um, make sure you fill that form out just so we can just send you something to say thanks. Uh, if it's not your first time here, but you've been here before, uh, text the word here to that same phone number to just let us know that you're still joining us because we like knowing that you're you're around and you're still here. Yeah, and we said earlier, we love engaging with you and this is kind of our time to hang out and engage. And uh, it's something we like doing is looking up, there's tons of na weird national yeah, days. Really weird. Really weird. Uh, so we look them up all the time and sometimes we celebrate them and usually we're like, uh-uh. <laughs> but today's national, one of, one of the three options is National Public Sleeping Day. So about one third of our population gets six or less hours of sleep, which is less than what's recommended. And so there are days we're tired and we yes. fall asleep in random places. Mm -hmm. 
what's the weirdest place you've ever fallen asleep? And like, I don't think classrooms is weird. I think every person that ever yeah. went to public school fell asleep in a classroom. Or in college. <laughs> I don't think I've fallen asleep anywhere in a public place that was weird. I'm really awful at falling asleep in places, like cars, I can't really sleep in cars, or planes. Are cars public places? That's another thing. Well, well it depends. I mean, I've been in some public place cars oh. with like lots of people in a van. Youth trips. And yeah. I've fallen asleep on those. Oh, me too. And then yeah. they like take 700 pictures of you like drooling or like snoring and that's awful. That's probably why I don't fall asleep in public places actually. So I'm like horrified that someone's gonna post a picture of me sleeping. Actually, you've done that before. Yeah, I, you told me that, <laughs> that was... yeah, you threatened my life if I ever do that again. Uh, yeah, so have you fallen asleep randomly somewhere in public? I don't know. The other thing that I saw, I did see that list and yeah. it did say chocolate souffle day. I didn't know how to pronounce that S word. So <laughs> I didn't know what it was. So we okay. went with that. Well, I would like that. a chocolate souffle. That sounds great. I don't know if I've ever had a chocolate souffle. What is a chocolate? What is dessert. a chocolate souffle? It's a dessert. Well, obviously it's chocolate. It's chocolate. What's it, but what? Cake. Is it a cake? Yeah, I think so. Oh. I mean, I've never had one, so I don't know, but it sounds really fancy. If Maybe you want to door dash us a chocolate <laughs> souffle. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but for real though, chocolate souffle. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back in just a moment. We are so glad that you are joining us today at Citywell Church. It is such an honor and a blessing to have this time with you, and we hope that you leave encouraged this morning. Um, so not only do we want you to feel encouraged as you leave this morning, we want your kids to feel encouraged and to be educated also. So we hope that they learn something, and we have given you the resources to be able to do that with your children. So you can hop onto the website, citywell.church/sunday, and there you're gonna find links for the kids' service. So we have something for your elementary age kids, and we have something for your preschool age kids too. Um, or sometimes you can just combine them all together. Like we have both age groups, but they just watch the elementary age ones together because we have more elementary school kids than we do preschool. But anyway, so pick which one fits your family best, have them watch it. And then there's a parent queue for you to download as a parent to be able to discuss what's going on with your kids afterwards to see what they're learning and to encourage the learning beyond, you know, beyond Sunday morning. Yeah. And if you're new with us this morning, you this is your first time on our live stream, or maybe you've been watching for a while, but you've been kind of anonymous. We, we have a gift for you. We just want to send you a gift to it's going to be a gift to say thank you for joining us. And it's going to be a letter from me letting you know some of the vision of our church. And uh, this is a, it's a hassle-free thing. You, you fill it out. We're not going to call you a million times. We're not going to uh, harass you or anything like that. It, we're just going to give you a gift and that letter. And that letter will give you the action steps. If you want to continue to become more involved, then you can on your time, not 
us harassing you. So text, if you're interested in that, text NEW to 610-590-8550 and it'll be a quick form for you to fill out and we'll get that gift to you. Now, if you've been with us for a while, you've been watching, we like knowing who who's watching and kind of keeping track. And uh, that just helps us be able to know who's a part of this community so that we can make sure we're pastoring you well. So just text the word here to 610-590-8550 just to let us know that you're here today. Yeah. So uh, we're going to take this time now just to pray into a short time of worship and um, into the message then. So Jesus, I just thank you so much for today. I thank you for uh, the blessing and honor it is to be able to share your word. Um, I thank you that we just have the technology to be able to um, minister to people, not only in the coastal area, but beyond. Um, so I just thank you so much for that. I pray that you speak into people's hearts, into people's lives. I pray that um, they just feel encouraged and also um, challenged to be able to change uh, in, and move forward in their walk with you. Um, we just pray your blessing over this time and over each person. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. falls, it won't prevail, cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph, my God will never fail, my God will never fail, and I'm gonna see a victory, I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. And I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, See you, Peter. 
When you think of something being empty, what comes to mind? See, sometimes empty is a really good thing, and other times it's completely <laughs> terrible. See, last year, Steph and I, we decided to go all in with planning this church, and uh, we knew we had to get from where we were living into Coatesville. But we started talking to lenders, and no one was interested in lending to us to be able to sell the house we had and get a mortgage in Coatesville area. Apparently, church planners are risky to lend to. So we're like, all right, we'll find a place to rent. No, we couldn't find a place to rent either that was within our budget. But we are like, God gave us an instruction to get to Coatesville and get ready for the new work he was getting ready to do. So you know what we did? We listed our house for sale. And it was crazy, within a few hours, we had an offer for the asking price, cash with no inspections, no contingencies. In other words, our house was sold, basically. Like we were guaranteed sale on this house. And so what we had to, we sold the house. We actually even got a better offer than that. God just blessed it and it was awesome. But we had to empty our house. Everything had to go in the storage and we moved in with um, one of my sisters 
for a season as we just were praying and waiting for God to open a door for us to have a new house in the Coatesville area. And let me tell you that seeing that first house we ever bought empty, man, that was a bittersweet feeling. There are so many memories, so many great things, so many things. And as walking out the door of that empty house was bittersweet. No, God's God's got great plans, but man, we're walking away from so much we loved. Now, fast forward a few months, by God's grace, we were able to get a place that's like better than we could imagine. And the day we settled on our new home and we walked into an empty home, the feeling of blessing, the feeling of excitement, the feeling of possibility. And one of our first priorities, one of mine personally, was that storage unit we had to fill with all of our stuff, emptying that. And oh man, there was nothing bitter about seeing that thing empty. I was jumping for joy when I got to end uh, the lease on that storage unit and everything was out. Man, that was awesome. I was so excited. So empty, empty. It can be great or it can be terrible. And scripture says Jesus emptied himself. And let me tell you, the fact that he emptied himself is, is great and it's it's terrible. And over the next few weeks, we are going to dig into this idea. What does it mean that Jesus emptied himself? And also, how can we be more like him? And it comes out of a passage in Philippians 2. The whole series is based on Philippians 2, 5 to 11. Here's what it says. It says, your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he made himself nothing. Other translations there in verse 7 say he emptied himself, taking on the very nature of a servant and being found in human likeness. And being found in the appearance of man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death even death on the cross. And therefore God exalted him to the highest place, gave him the name that's above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Verse seven says he made himself nothing. He emptied himself. Jesus gave it all. Jesus went all in for humanity. But I find verse six really interesting. Jesus it says he didn't consider equality with God something to be grasped. In other words, Jesus wasn't holding on to his glory. He wasn't holding on to his position. He wasn't struggling to hold on to what we talked about last week, the pride of life. He wasn't holding on to it. He let it go and he completely emptied himself. And so often though, we, we hold on to stuff. We love stories even of people who by their own strength and by their own power, they hold on to something and they overcome the world and we get excited about those stories. But let me tell you, that is not Jesus' story. Jesus was fully God and he emptied himself of all of that for us. Why? Why did he empty himself? First, so that he could offer us salvation. That's first and foremost, so that we could have access to the Father through the sacrifice he made for us. Jesus emptied himself because no one is too far for God. But second, he emptied himself for an example for us. That's what Philippians 2, 5 says. It says our attitude should be the same of that of Christ Jesus. 
Now, none of us are God. Like, we can't cling to our Godhood like Jesus did, but there are definitely things in this world that we cling to. For me, my clinging became obvious when I was a 16-year-old. See, for years, I had felt like God was having this tug of war saying, you know what, I'm going to call you into ministry. That's the direction you're going to go. In fact, I actually had people flat out tell me that I was called to be a pastor. And I'm like, mm -mm, mm -mm, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh-uh, not me. I had one of my great aunts who I don't think I ever even actually met. She she mailed me this, this wooden pulpit. She mailed it to me with a note and just basically saying that God's got a great work for you to do. And I hid it away in the garage in our house and just pushed that off and said, uh-uh, uh-uh, that's, that's not for me. See, I, I believed I was called to be a computer programmer. I was going to make a whole lot of money, live really comfortably, and then write big checks to Christian ministries. And God said, uh-uh, that's not my plan for you. So for me, I, my pride stood in the way of what I, God was calling me to do. And I didn't humble myself easily. Instead, I had to walk through struggles. At 16, I just me and my mom moved from Pennsylvania to Minnesota. And I come from a large family. That whole family support system was gone. I had a church I absolutely loved being a part of. God, even, okay, even my pet cat. I had a pet cat. Yes, don't make fun of me. I had a pet cat and I loved my cat. And I couldn't take my cat with me to Minnesota. In that same season, we got the call. We had to fly back quickly uh, to PA to say goodbye to my grandfather. A few weeks later, my mom discovered that she had cancer and uh, they were pretty sure it was a pretty aggressive form of cancer and 16-year-old DJ. I literally felt like I had nothing left to cling to but God. And in that place where I said, I'm clinging to nothing else but my relationship with God, because that's all I feel like I have right now. In that season, I realized that I can't cling to him and my own plans at the same time. And in that, I finally said, all right, I'm going to empty myself. I'm going to humble myself, and I'm going to accept what your plans are for me, God. And Jesus emptied himself. He said, I'll give it all up for God's plans. And we're called to have an attitude like that. And I can't promise you, but I really believe we see this pattern in scripture. And we also see a pattern in so many people's lives that when we come to the point of saying, I'm not clinging to whatever it is anymore, I'm going to empty myself. All of a sudden, the thing you actually wanted, God gives back to us in even better ways. Maybe it's your natural gifts. For me, it was, it was computers. I wanted to be a computer programmer. And actually, God, God, fast forward years later, I, I've been able to be a part of an open source church computer programming community uh, and giving back to churches all over the world through that gift. But I had to humble myself first to say, I'm going to go into ministry to be able to get there and be able to do that, uh, which is just amazing how God worked. And, but I wanted to be a computer programmer. People, y'all are confusing. You're confusing. You say things you don't actually mean, and you don't actually mean what you say. And you get offended when people do things you don't like, even though you don't even know what you like. And you're like, that's not me. You're not describing me. No, 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 don't worry. I'm not describing you. I'm describing the person sitting next to you. Why did you look at them? You're in trouble now. What are you thinking? 
All right, obviously I'm joking a little bit, but computers made sense. They came easy to me, so I clung to that gift. Let me tell you, you can't let your like gifts that God has put in you distract you from chasing after the glory of God and the plans he has for you. We can't cling to our gifts. Sometimes we cling to relationship. You believe God wants the best for you, but you just keep dating whoever comes along because you're afraid to be alone. Or maybe you're settling for a relationship that does not look like it's leading towards marriage because you, you've already invested so much. You just, you're like, I don't want to start over again. Or maybe you're clinging to a personal belief. You're like, I, I believe in Jesus and I'm following him, but I'm also clinging to my political party and what they say and what they believe. Or maybe it's a pet belief where you're like, it doesn't matter what the church says. It doesn't matter what a pastor says. It doesn't even matter what scripture says. I already made up my mind on this topic. And if anybody says anything different, I'm going to sever ties and walk away. Or maybe you're clinging to your cultural or ethnic identity. You, you're raised white in a white community, but a poor white community. And you worked your butt off to get where you are. And if anybody ever suggests that your whiteness had anything to do with it, you are going to resent that. You're never even going to consider it the possibility that you had help along the way. And instead of celebrating the people who helped you, you're ignoring it out of your determination that that wasn't what it was. It was all your hard work. It was by your bootstraps. Or maybe you're clinging to your ethnic identity and your background because you're a person of color and you've come to the place of resenting anybody you feel like had it easier than you. And because you see injustice everywhere and you're helpless to get anyone else to open their eyes to it. And you've tried and you've tried. So you, you cling to your black identity and occasionally you even excuse the terrible choices of others around you because of identity. Or maybe you're like, I can't help but drink because I'm Irish. Or you're like, I can't help but be angry because I'm Irish or I'm German or I'm Russian. Why is everybody angry? Like we don't need to be angry. You see, we have a lot of things we cling to. We have a lot of times that we're like, I worship God, but I'm holding on to this over here also. And Jesus is our perfect example of letting go of his position, letting go of his power, letting go of everything and saying, I'm gonna humble myself. He emptied himself. I have to tell you, I've seen God move in amazing ways in so many people's lives when they say, I'm at the end. I can't do anything else on my own. I need God to move in this. I could, I could actually introduce you to a line of couples who over the years we prayed for and we prayed with and they did everything they possibly could. They spent tons and tons of money. They had tons and tons of doctor's visits. They just had tons and tons of time trying to have kids. And it's not everybody's story, but I know so many couples that once science gave up on them, and they came to the point of saying, you know what, if it's going to happen, it's only because God made it happen. I know a bunch of couples that today have multiple children. What science gave up and only God could move. They let go of everything else and just clung to God. I've seen wives trying for years and years to get their husbands to come to church with them. And finally they say, God, I, I can't 
try anymore if this happens. It's all because you moved. And all of a sudden, like a few weeks later, their husband wakes up one Sunday morning, looks at him and goes, I think I'm coming to church with you this morning. They get there, they get saved, they get plugged in, and they get involved in the community and start moving things forward. I've seen people hit rock bottom where they're like, you know, either God's going to free me or my addiction is going to kill me. I'm going to cling to God. And they finally find the freedom. God works through our humility. He's been teaching me this through the church planning process. I was out recently with another pastor who is overseeing the process and just speaking into my life and into the church. Let me just pause and say, I love that we have the guys like that, this, that are, that I can be honest with and behind the scenes and they're supporting us. But I was telling him that I've, I've been struggling on and off with feeling this weight, like, man, this church planning process, if it doesn't work, it's my reputation on the line. But if I do it all by my own power, then I failed anyway, because it's got to be built in the power of God. So I feel like I'm on the hook, but God, or I'm my reputation's on the line, but God's on the hook. And at different points, Satan is just whispering this in my ear, messing with me. Has Satan ever whispered like, God's not going to come through for you in your ear? Probably. So I, as I was processing this, a few days in, I, I started reading. And uh, as I was studying, even for this message, I came along something that Dawson McAllister said. And he, if you don't know who he is, he, he ran a radio ministry for years and years. He had a youth conference that was huge and awesome. He started, he was a huge influence in so many people's lives. He's actually the guy who preached when uh, my, the guy I consider my pastor came to Christ under the teaching of Dawson McAllister. But here, here's what he said. When he was sick, 26 years old, he felt God calling him to start this evangelistic TV show. And quickly just casting vision for it, somebody came along and said, I will fully fund that project. Awesome, right? Like that's, that's phenomenal. So he starts building his crew and he goes out talking to TV stations. He finds 25 different TV stations willing to air the show for him for free. He was ready to go and goes back to that donor and says, I have everything in place. And the, the donor says, I'm sorry, I gave the money to someone else. I gave it to another ministry. And and Dawson said he was angry. He was angry. And at this point, he has my attention. Because the struggle is like, he's on the hook, but what if God, or his reputation's on the line, but what if God doesn't come through? And he says, he said he was, the one day, he goes to his dad, and he's like talking to his dad, and he's bending, and he actually picks up a pillow off their couch and chucks it at the wall across the room, and just says, why doesn't God pay his bills? Now, I am really on the hook because I think Satan has whispered stuff like this in all of our ears. Why? Why? I believed God was going to do this and he didn't. Why didn't he? And I can't be alone in that. I believe we've all experienced this as we're following Christ. So I'm, I'm locked in. But here's what Dawson's dad said. His dad said, you're worried about your reputation. But remember, Jesus made himself of no reputation. He will pay his bills on time. Today, what are you clinging to? How are you clinging to something? Because you're worried about your reputation or your plans or your... What, what do you just need to say? God, 
I am laying this at your feet. If you don't move, it's not happening. I am trusting you completely. Because as long as we're clinging to something else, we can't fully cling to God. Maybe today you're like, I don't even know how to cling to God. I don't even know how to start clinging to God. And I told, I said earlier, it all starts with Jesus. Jesus was willing to empty himself. He was willing to die a brutal death on the cross. He was willing to give it all because of his love for you and his love for me. He, his death, made a way for us to have a restored relationship with God. And all we have to do is say, Jesus, I am all in. Jesus, I am going to choose to follow you. And in that moment, you receive grace and salvation and a gift of God from God. And he comes near to you when you're like, I don't even know how to come near to him. So right now, if you're saying today, I need to put my faith in Jesus for the very first time. I, I want you to just pray this along with me. And there's nothing, nothing that about this prayer that actually does the work. It's, it's your heart responding to the gospel that saves you. Well, it's the Jesus that saves you. But scripture says, if we confess with our mouth, Jesus is Lord, believe in our heart, God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. So the prayer itself is not magical. It's the response that pulls you into salvation. But pray that if you're ready, you're like, I'm in with Jesus. I want you to pray this along with me. Jesus, I'm done on my own. I need you. I, I know I've sinned. I know I've messed up. I know I've made mistakes. But right now I'm accepting the gift you give me of a restored relationship with you. Of the promise of heaven someday. I accept the free gift of salvation. I thank you that now I am a new person in you. I give you glory and honor, Jesus. Amen. If you prayed that prayer today for the first time, I'd love to know. Can you just text us, message us something, drop it in the chat? However, you can text us 610-590-8550. Just say, hey, I accepted Jesus. Whatever you want to say, let us know. We want to celebrate with you. Now, all of us, we got to cling to God. But maybe today, you know in your heart there's something you need to let go of. I'd like you today, identify what is that one thing, that thing that has, you've clung to, that it's time to say, okay, Jesus, I'm letting go and I'm trusting you. I'm going to just pray for all of us right now. Jesus, I just pray that you will help us identify areas that maybe we're clinging to something that is holding us back from clinging to you. Give us the wisdom to know what it is and the strength to hold to you tighter and letting go of it. In your name, amen. We are so glad that you joined us this morning at City Well Church. If you made the decision to make Jesus your savior this morning, we wanna know. So text the word Jesus to 610-590-8550. If you have more questions about what it means to, to accept Jesus as your savior, 
what it means to follow him or about the Christian faith in general, we wanna know that as well. So just text that same phone number, any of the questions you may have, and we'll get back to you and we'll be able to discuss um, any of the questions you have and be able to walk you through that. So again, we hope you have a great week. Thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to seeing you again next week.